Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Welcome, everyone, to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt. And my name is Casey. How's everyone doing out there today? I hope everyone's doing good because we've got a fantastic episode. Uh, we've got another Convince Me. This is only your second, correct? That from yeah, I think this is number four that we've done. Number you five. have done number five. I don't remember yeah. four. Yeah, you've done you've done Incredibles. You've done the Star Wars one. What's and the other one? The live action Cinderella one. Ah, that's right. I forgot about that one. Okay, so 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 yeah, there's those three, and then I did Splash Mountain. Uh, is my first one. So, all right, this is my second one for you. So, are you excited? I am. This is, because I've only experienced this once, it is very exciting. Again, I I cannot stress to the listeners, I know nothing. When I do these to Casey, um, he knows nothing. We do not check with each other so the the response that we are getting is an authentic i i don't have time to prepare oh well he said this and i don't agree with him here i'm going to prepare my argument so i yeah. we, i know nothing i have no notes i i'm sitting here going it's very strange <laughs> a little bit of palace intrigue a little bit of insider info here for you guys so when we prepare our podcast uh, every week when we record we typically record on tuesdays before we we record we have about 20 minutes of what we like to call a business meeting. Sometimes it lasts a little bit longer where we have a giant calendar of when we're recording, what we're recording. So we know exactly what we have to prepare for. But when we get to episodes like this, where it's meant to be a secret, all the calendar says is convince me Casey to Matt. It's all it says. So he has no idea. He's no, he, we, this has been on the calendar for about three weeks but oh, yeah. he has no idea what this is. So he's he's flying blind literally as we go into this. So, okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Surprise, surprise. This is another Parks Convince Me because you know that's where I love my Disney knowledge. And this one has to do with food. Okay. So I am going to convince you by the end of this episode that Tusker House the character meal at Animal Kingdom, Tusker House, is the best character meal on property at Walt Disney World. Tusker House is the best character meal on property at Walt Disney World. And I'm going to do this with four points to my argument. I'm calling them the four C's, as they all start with the letter C. My first letter C in convincing you that Tusker House is the best character meal on property is competition. When you look at all of the character meals that are on property at Walt Disney World Resort, you start to see places like at Magic Kingdom, the Crystal Palace, or Cinderella Castle. Well, Crystal Palace is a general buffet. It offers kind of niche characters, the Winnie the Pooh characters. So, you know, we talked about Winnie the Pooh and, you know, Pooh is not one of my absolute favorite characters. It's actually not a lot of people's favorites. So unless you're into Winnie the Pooh, that particular character restaurant's kind of a, eh. Cinderella Castle's cool because you get to eat in the castle, but there's a lot of drawbacks there. The biggest one of which is it literally costs almost $100 a person to eat there. And you only get princesses in terms of characters, right? Which we'll talk more about in a minute. Those are the only two character meals at Magic Kingdom. At Epcot, you've got two character meals. You've got Garden Grill, 
and you got Akershus, which again is princesses, very small selection in food. Epcot has kind of that home style feel. It's a rotating, very tight space if you've ever been there before. At Disney Hollywood Studios, you've only got one, which is Hollywood and Vine. General Buffet, um, but it's Disney Junior characters and you only get them at breakfast. You don't even get them at lunch or dinner. Now, there's a couple other ones that are not on park property. They're in resorts. The one that everyone oftentimes thinks about is Chef Mickey over at the Contemporary. But when you talk to people who consistently go there, they will tell you the food is not that good for the price that you pay. The environment is not that good for the price that you pay. And of course, another big one that you think of is Ohana, which again, you get Stitch, but only at breakfast. He's not as an appear during lunch or dinner. There's a couple of others like Artist Point and a couple others around. But when it comes to Tusker House, it's in the smack dab of Animal Kingdom. It is the only character meal at Animal Kingdom, which, by the way, Animal Kingdom is almost always 10 degrees hotter, it seems like, than the rest of the other parks on property. So it's the perfect respite when you're there. Animal Kingdom, we know, is further away from any of the other parks. It's kind of isolated. And what's really nice about it is the other three things we're going to talk about, uh, the other C's, really play into what makes this particular uh, spot for food and spot for your meal, for your character meal, the best. So are you with me so far? I'm, I'm following you. Cool. So let's the talk three, about- The four C's are helpful. Good. Well, that's what I try. So the second C here is the characters. That's my second C. The characters at- Tusker House and Animal Kingdom are are unique to Animal Kingdom, right? It's not just a generic Mickey Mouse. It's not just a generic Donald. You get Safari Donald, Safari Daisy, Safari Goofy, and Safari Mickey Mouse. Not to mention, I've been to a lot of character meals. I've been to 1900 Park Fair. I've been to uh, I, I've been to a number of them, you know, uh, Crystal Palace. I've been to Cinderella Castle. You get more time with these characters. It is a proven fact that they spend more time at these tables with you than other character meals. I, In fact, they come around more often that sometimes you get them two times or even three times because of just how often they are circulating. They play with you. They'll dance with you. They'll skip with you. It's a perfect picture opportunity if you've got kids. Um, one of my favorite pictures is to take one with Safari Donald and Safari Mickey. I absolutely love taking those pictures. And yes, you can get Safari Mickey and Minnie at the photo spot in Animal Kingdom, but this is the only spot that you can get Safari Donald Safari Daisy and Safari Goofy. You can get them nowhere else. There's no longer a parade, so you can't catch them in that anymore. So from a character perspective, if you got boys, you got girls, it's perfect for any age group, teenagers, it's perfect for preteens, it's perfect for any gender, it's perfect for adults. In fact, I think I've actually been to Tusker House more often with just adults than I have with kids, uh, which is, <laughs> is just a blast. Because when you look at the other ones, again, Crystal Palace at the Magic Kingdom. It, it's your niche characters of Winnie the Pooh. If you're not a Winnie the Pooh fan, it, it's kind of lost, right? And again, princesses, you can find them at Cinderella Castle. You can find them at Akershish, right? But if you're not into the princesses, and again, this could be boys or girls, if you're not into the princesses, those character meals are lost on you. The buffet at Hollywood and Vine and Disney Hollywood Studios, it's Disney Junior characters. It's Vampirina. It's Sophia the First. It's, you know, Roaster, Racer, Goofy. And again, if you're not into Disney Junior characters, again, you're going to 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's just, they're going to be lost on you. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Any questions or thoughts so far? I'm, I'm good. I'm going to, I'm, I'm formulating some thoughts here, but I'll save them for after your argument. All right. So the third thing I want to add, my third C is the choices, specifically the food choices. The food at Tusker House is unlike any other character meal. So when it comes to meals at Walt Disney World, you really got to classify it into one of what I like to call three categories. You've got your quick service, which are like your fast food restaurants. You've got your sit down meals, which can be kind of a regular sit down meal or a signature meal, which again, uh, you can order off of a menu. Sometimes they come with like a pre-fixed menu, but then there's also the third type, which is the buffet. Now, when it comes to buffets, there are really two different types of buffets. There's your all-American general buffet that's got what I like to call your wedding food, right? It's your typical beef and chicken, things like that. What makes Tusker House different is it's unlike any other buffet. It's not a standard buffet. It's African-inspired food. And so if you're a little bit more adventurous, you are an animal kingdom after all, if you do like a little bit more of a spice, a little bit more of a flavorful experience, Tusker House is for you. They've got a selection of fresh breads and pitas, fruit chutney, curries, uh, salmon, vegetarian options. So you had mentioned uh, once before that your, your, your wife is gluten and dairy free. They've got a number of options for that loads of various salads, including black-eyed peed salad and vegetable salad. They've got a selection of meats, including split roasted chicken, roasted pork. And of course, you're probably saying, well, what about my kids who are picky eaters? They've got a whole kids section that is regular general kids food. Things like deli meats, cheeses, macaroni and cheese, chicken nuggets. My personal favorite, the corn dog nuggets are in there. You can get those as well. And there's no shame in picking from any of these different tables, including the kids station, all you can eat. Now, drinks are included. They're your normal fare, your soft drinks, your water, your lemonades. But here's the thing that they have that most other buffets don't have. They call it jungle juice. It actually used to be called POG juice, P-O-G, which stands for pineapple, orange juice, and guava juice, all mixed together. Have you ever had the POG juice at Walt Disney World? I have not. Oh, my goodness. It is absolutely the best stuff you've ever had. You need to get it the next time you can get it. You can only get it at select restaurants. And usually you can only get it in select areas. Like in Magic Kingdom, the only place you can get the pog juice, or they, again, they call it jungle juice now, is when you do like a dessert party. You can't get it at a standard mm. restaurant. Well, they have it here. Because again, jungle juice, it's Animal Kingdom. Oh, it's, in the middle of everything. <laughs> that is tailor-made oh, for Animal Kingdom. Exactly. They've also got alcoholic drinks. So if you want to, you know, alcohol, although I don't necessarily recommend it in those hot summer days, but they do have an African Bloody Mary, a Cold Brew XO, African mimosas, and uh, it's called Nukmu, Nukmu Jungle Juice. I'm assuming it's probably like a spiked jungle juice. And again, they have dessert. I mean, and it's all you can eat. So you get in, you're out of that hot sun. It's cool in there. The buffet's in its own separate room, so you're not walking through people's tables to get to it. You can go as many times as you want. And it absolutely, in terms of what you get for a buffet, it offers the best selection of food. In fact, a lot of what they offer is very similar to what you might get at like a Boma at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay. 
All right. So we've talked about competition. We've talked about characters and we've talked about choices. The final C is cost. It's $55 for adults and $35 for children's for an all-you-can-eat buffet. Compare that to other buffets on property, $59 an adult versus $39 a child at Chef Mickey, Crystal Palace, $56.36, Garden Grill, $58.38. So it's roughly in line. It's actually a little bit cheaper than some of these other places. Compared to other character spots, if you're on the dining plan, it's only one table service credit, only one. Versus if you go to a Chef Mickey, it's going to cost you two. If you're going to go to Cinderella Castle, it's going to cost you two. Other signature dining experiences are going to cost you two. This is a one table service dining credit. They're open breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which is great. But here's the thing that makes them the best value when it comes to the cost. You can rope in the Rivers of Light dining package so you get exclusive seating, front row seating for Rivers of Light, the nighttime show at Animal Kingdom, at no extra cost whatsoever. Wow. Other, yeah, other restaurants that do dining packages like that, you have to pay extra to get that exclusivity. When you're in Hollywood Studios, you got to pay extra for the Fantasmic package. When you're at Epcot, you got to pay extra for what was the Illuminations package, now the Epcot Forever package. But at, at Animal Kingdom, you don't have to pay anything. And by the way, even though Rivers of Light is a subpar show, I would say it's still a good show, but it's it's of the four nighttime shows, it's it's the least favorite. It still fills up every night. There is still a line of people waiting to get in. It's something you can fast pass to get in. But guess what? You don't have to waste a fast pass. You don't have to wait and line up to get in and waste precious time that you could be riding other attractions or seeing other things. If you just eat at Tusker House, get a great meal, meet some characters, and oh, by the way, now you've got front row seats for Rivers of Light. All for $55 an adult, $35 for children. If you're a Florida resident, your tables and Wonderland discount applies to it, right? So, and again, if you're on the meal plan, one table service meal, and it's all you can, sometimes, again, you can skip breakfast completely and do this as a big lunch and then do a light snacks for dinner and you just saved yourself quite a bit of money and got a great show out of it too. So for those four reasons, the competition, the characters, the choices of food, and the cost. I believe that Tusker House is the number one character meal on property. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our partners. Hey, Beers and Ears listeners. Casey and Matt here. You've heard us talk about our partner, Riss and Cal. You know, we've touched on their wireless earbuds, which connect right to your smartphone. But they've also got a lot of other great stuff as well. I use their 4-in-1 charging station every day. It can charge my phone, a smartwatch that charges with a magnet, and even my earbuds. You can also check out their Bluetooth selfie stick, a 3-in-1 charger, and even a silicone accessory kit that comes in either black or white. Yeah, you know, this company checks the two boxes that I love in a product, which is great quality product without having to pay an arm and a leg. I've been playing around with the accessory kit. So this comes with uh, rubber things for the earbuds so they don't fall out of my ears and things to hold the earbuds so they stay in. I always have a terrible time with that and these uh, work like a charm. So go to fourfrills.com slash shop and use coupon code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S. 
you'll get 15% off your order, plus a free $10 gift of your choice when you spend $50 or more. And if you have trouble picking just one thing, they've even got a 31-piece bundle that includes everything. Don't forget that a portion of their profits will go to help local charities in need. All right, back to the show. Before we, before I give my thoughts on the argument and everything, park tip, and I know Casey talked about this, if you have young kids, character dining is the way to meet characters for exactly mm-hmm. the reasons that Casey said that you usually get more time with them, all other stuff. But really, the main thing is you cut down on your waiting time. So instead of waiting in line to see Mickey, bundle the waiting of waiting for your meal with also the waiting for Mickey. And then Mickey comes around right to you. You don't have to wait in the line. It's just normal waiting for your food or even in terms of a buffet while you're eating, then Mickey comes over. So I, it's an experience. If, I mean, it's an experience in and of itself that that's any character meal, not just Tusker house, just any character meal in general. Yeah. It, it's a meal plus the experience of the characters. You're right. It, it doubles up on your time. And again, if you add the, the, the nighttime show bundle into it, it's, it's a three for one. You're killing three birds with one stone. So you've saved yourself a ton of time and yep. that means you have more time to do other stuff. You can Correct. go see other characters or you can wait in line at that attraction or you can do like it, it, it adds the flexibility because it bundles things together. So I, 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 anytime that that you that people ask me who have young kids are like, is character dining worth it? I say 100 percent. Absolutely. I personally have not done a character dining for, I want to say, 17 or 18 years. Oh, okay. I did Chef Mickey's when I was four and a half. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember it. And I know, I don't know if my mom still has, but we had cups. They were red cups from Chef Mickey's that we had growing up and they were awesome. Uh, I drank out of them all the time. And then when I was 11 or 12, we did the Crystal Palace because I was a big Tigger fan when I was 11, 12. I still am, but that was who I was really into when I was 11 or 12. And so we did the Crystal Palace because that was the Winnie the Pooh characters. And we have a picture where I had a Tigger hat and Tigger then like he was taking off my hat and putting it on and he put it on his ears and my sister had a Winnie the Pooh hat and he took it and put both hats on his ears. And, and it was, I remember it being really fun, but since then I really have not done a character dining. And honestly, I'm not a big character meet and greet guy. I just, Mm -hmm. interestingly enough, the only character that uh, I have done a meet and greet with over the past three or four times that I have gone is with Mary Poppins. And because that's my wife's favorite, and so we have a picture with Mary Poppins for like three years straight. And then one time we got the penguin with Mary Poppins and that was awesome. But I'm not a big character guy. However, I've started to research this because I have a, a daughter and I have another kid on the way. So because of my park tip that I just gave about three minutes ago, I'm starting to look at, oh, I need to do character dining when we go because that's going to eliminate a lot. And because I just haven't done it, I, I'm, I have not really done any heavy research into it. So with all that, I have to say that when I am making plans for doing character dining with my children, I am absolutely going to target Tusker House now. 
part of while well, don't get me wrong, I was very much listening to your argument, but I was also poking around the menu of Tusker House and other things like this. Like, ooh, this looks tasty, and mm-hmm. um, it is the most unique. The, the characters being safari characters, I like the uniqueness, even though it is like your Mickey Minnie, Mickey Minnie, Donald Goofy, Daisy. I would argue that you may not be the biggest Mickey fan, but someone is not going to be like, oh, I hate Mickey. I don't want to meet him. Well, Whereas, you know, to, that, to that point, too, I mean, at, when you go to Disney World, that one of the quintessential things that you want to do, whether you hate Mickey or not, is you're going to get a picture with Mickey Mouse, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, you can get a picture with Mickey Mouse in every single park. To your point earlier, if you're not a big Mickey fan, fan, just cross it off your list here. You got yeah. Mickey Mouse. You got Mickey Mouse. You got you got Goofy. You got Donald. You got Daisy, which, again, you don't see Daisy all that often. It's very rare to get a picture with Daisy. Yeah. So you get to get Daisy in there. You get some great food that you can eat as much as you want of. You're out of the heat for an hour and a half, and you get a dinner package out of it at no extra cost. Again, from a cost perspective, a value perspective, there's nothing else like it on property. I think, too, with Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom is definitely the park that has, in my opinion, the least amount of you have to do this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're trying to definitely turn it into a full day park and Pandora has helped. But I've been to Animal Kingdom a couple times where I've done the safari. I've done Everest two or three times. I've done dinosaur. I've done uh, any I've done it all. And I'm kind of like, oh, well, um, I've got still like three hours to kill. So this is a perfect time to add an experience like this into your day because you aren't having to rush off to get to everything. You know, Magic Kingdom has so much going on that if you take an hour and a half to two hours to do a character dining experience, then you've missed out on a lot of things that you might be able to do. I mean, and I think part of the, I think part of that too, Matt, with, with Tusker House is you're not being rushed out. I've heard stories about Chef Mickey of people who've gone, they're, they're, they're rushed out you, you, in and out in 60 minutes. Like, despite the fact that it's an all you can eat buffet or, you know, and in and out 60 minutes, you're not really rushed out at Tusk House for that reason. People can linger a little bit. It's more laid back. It's more relaxed and it's open too. you know, another place that you can meet Mickey and uh, Chip and Dale. And I don't know who the fourth one is, is um, the garden grill at Epcot, but it's a really tight space. That's really warm. It rotates. It feels different. It feels dated almost. Tusker house doesn't feel dated. Tusker house kind of has that adventurous feel, but you're, you're not rushed because again, to your point at animal kingdom, you can spread your day out a little bit. You know, it's, it's more of a laid back park, you know, animal kingdom was always one of those parks. that was probably my least favorite. It's that to me now it's not my least. It's not my favorite park. Magic kingdom will always be my favorite park, but I actually enjoy animal kingdom. I enjoy my day at animal kingdom. Now it's a lot of fun. I I mean, I will say, obviously, if you are like, again, when I was 11, 12 and I loved Tigger, Crystal Palace was clearly the right move Mm -hmm. because I wanted to meet those Winnie the Pooh characters. I could see with, with my daughters that, well, if they're really into princesses, well then yeah, Cinderella's Royal Table might be a better or option. Yeah. Or Akershish, yeah. yeah. But I I'm if you're looking for the classic Mickey and Minnie characters with a with a twist on them, with an Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom flair, this seems to be the place to go. Again, I you're I'm 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 talking from a place of I'm not an expert on character dining. <laughs> I I again just don't don't do it. It's it's not a thing that I'm I'm as into. 
but it seems again, my little poking around here, it's like, Oh yeah, this seems like the place that I want to go. So I, I, I think to then reference our, I guess our episode here, I think you have successfully convinced me that (laughs) maybe not out of, maybe I need to experience it some more. Maybe if I go to other, some of these other places and I, I would love to hear from the listeners who have been to all these places and actually experience them. Do you agree with this? Um, because because I haven't really experienced them, it's hard for me to compare. But in the limited research that I'm hearing hearing and doing right now, Tusker House does seem to be kind of the go-to place. Because I, I agree with you with Garden Grill. Garden Grill seems like a thing out of the 80s. It is very much so. And the it, thing about Tusker House, too, there are only two restaurants inside of Animal Kingdom that are inside. That, are, that will actually allow you to go into a building with air conditioning. Tusker House is one of them, and Tiffin's is the other one. Uh, Satuli uh, Cantina uh, over in Pandora, it has an indoor, but it's not air conditioned. It's fanned. On a side note, that that's a great quick service place that if you're looking for, a, like Tusker House, if you're looking for a change of pace from your mm-hmm. burgers, corn dogs, hot dogs, fries, things like that, that's a great place to, to get a unique type meal. Agreed. So I've successfully convinced you that Tusker House is the best character Diane property just in your little bit of research. That's good. Yes. Yay. When I'm planning my vacation with my daughters, whenever that may be, I'm absolutely going to target Tusker House as the dining, the character dining option that I do. But again, I... I, To that point, I mean, sometimes families only are going to be able to get one character dining in or maybe two, right? Now, if, if you've got the dining plan, you could do a character meal every day. But if you're paying for this out of pocket with a lot of, which a lot of people do, you got to pick the best one that you think is going to be the best. And the other meals are, are not going to be as extravagant. Cause again, I say $55, like, Oh, it's not that $55, you know, for two adults. So that's 110 bucks. The kids are going to be 35 bucks a piece. So now you're up to 170 plus tax plus tip. You're over $200 for that experience. But if you, you think about it, $200 for the food, the characters, and the dining package at night, you, and and as you've put it, the amount of time that you save, it, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah. What's what's your time worth to you? I I am a big supporter of using your time wisely at the Disney parks. You can waste a lot of time at Disney parks oh, yes. by doing things that you don't need to do, and and so it it when people are saying, Oh, you know, just, I, there's too many people and there's so many lines and you you can't get to everything you want to do. I always say, hang on. That means that you're not planning it out correctly. You're, You're not maximizing your experience. Now, again, don't get me wrong. In this case, you do have to pay some, you have to pay. If you're, if you're not on the dining plan, you have to pay out of pocket, but the, the, the savings overall, you're getting more bang for your buck by being able to do a bunch more experiences because you're not wasting half an hour to an hour waiting in line to meet Mickey Mouse. And those, when, in my experience with the lines to meet characters, they, they want you kind of in and out, like they'll, they'll interact and they'll have some fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they aren't, I don't really feel rushed when I've done character meet and greets or viewed them, but they're definitely trying to get through the line. Well, cool. Well, Matt, I think it is closing time. How can they get a hold of us? 
Absolutely. You can send us an email, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Again, I referenced this. For those of you that have done all of these character dinings, we really want to hear from you to, to see what you think of, of Casey's Convince Me. Did having, if you are a person that has done all of these uh, character dinings, do you agree that Tusker House is the best one? So we would love to hear from you on that. Facebook group, Beers and Ears Podcast. Join on up. We got over 300 members as of right now. We'd love to welcome more listeners into the Beers and Ears family. Uh, at Twitter and Instagram, Beers Ears 1928. We sent out some tweets and some Instagram posts. It's very fun. We're, that commu- Those communities are growing. And as always, rate and review us and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on. The five-star ratings and the reviews really help us out. I also want to say one more thing. I, I Today is May 26, 2020. By the time this episode comes out, it's going to be uh, first weekend of June. But I just checked our analytics, Matt, and I want to make sure I have a chance to say this to everybody who listens to this podcast. I want to congratulate all the listeners. We have just officially surpassed 2,000 official downloads since our podcast began Woo! about two and a half months ago. So 2,015 downloads. We've had 31 today. The, the episode that released today was the Disney off-Broadway episode, but yeah, uh, 2015 downloads as of today, May 26, 2020, and we are just getting started. We have got some amazing stuff on the horizon, and we cannot say thank you enough. Normally, this would be the time of the week where we would read um, reviews. We haven't had any more reviews since we read the ones last week, so uh, again, get those reviews in there. For every review we get, we're going to call out uh, read it out loud, call you out and say thank you on the podcast. So uh, let's raise our glasses, Matt. Uh, this episode, this one is on us, my friends. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody.